Good to see you guys again. Took a few days off there because I was just feeling burnt out, but here we are, special late night live stream session. Back to the grind today though. Uh, I'll be streaming every single day this week. Tomorrow, I'll finally get that clickbait of the week stream in that I've been meaning to do. Be here uh, Wednesday and Friday for the news streams, knowledge based on Badlands on Thursday, and then tomorrow will be um, Conscious Strength episode on Badlands 2 in the morning. So I film that today, get it out tomorrow. So good to have y'all here. Got some good stuff to talk about. James O'Keefe uh, out at Project Veritas. Yeah, chat says, O'Keefe clarified that he was removed as CEO. He didn't really quit. So interesting times. And we got a statement from Project Veritas that they put out too, where they're trying to throw, basically throw James O'Keefe under the bus and essentially say that he was spending all this money lavishly and stuff. So that's our distraction of the week, I guess. <laughs> we went from aliens to Ohio to, I mean, the Ohio thing isn't done. And uh, now we got Project Veritas on deck. But we'll be talking about some other infrastructure problems, too. We had more stuff happen in Ohio today, some metal plant explosion, and then a substation in California caught on fire. Caught on fire. Bunch of people lost power there. Um, crazy times, man. Crazy times. So keep your head on a swivel. Stay frosty, my friends. And we'll talk about some other things here in this show today, too. Good old, good old Biden in Ukraine today. Giving them, what, $500 million more of taxpayer dollars? Happy President's Day. Let's celebrate all the illegitimate presidents, too, right? Mm. Whoo, Project Veritas is now dead without O'Keefe. Man, they've been bleeding followers all over the place. People ain't happy. People ain't happy at all, no doubt. James O'Keefe will just go somewhere else. He'll start his own thing, and he'll be fine, right? Project Veritas is what? Nothing without O'Keefe. Like, O'Keefe was Project Veritas, so who knows what the heck Veritas is going to do, man? Who knows? But yeah, guys, so let's just dive right into it here. Hopefully my uh hopefully the feed is alright. Give me a uh give me a check in the comments there. What's the feed looking like? I'm getting some dropped frames on my end, but not too many. Hope it stays good. Okay, let's get this done so uh while everything's going good. Thank you to the supporter of today's show, that is Patriot Gold Group. And there's a reason why central banks around the world are buying gold and silver at record rates right now. Rates we haven't seen in 40, 50 years. They are hoarding. Central banks are hoarding gold and silver. So, you know, in uh, in due time, gold and silver prices be a good idea to invest. So Patriot Gold Group, you can give them a call, talk right to them. You can download some free investment uh, information from them. Links for their website and a phone number for Patriot Gold Group will be right down there in the description underneath this video. So... Appreciate it, Dal. Dal76, $10 Rumble Rant. Thank you, my friend. Now let's dive into our big story of the day, I suppose. And that is James O'Keefe. Uh, we're getting resolution with this Veritas issue. I mean, it's been back and forth for a week or two now. James O'Keefe was out on paid time off for two weeks. 
And then donors, Project Veritas donors not happy. Project Veritas board of directors put out some like PR statements, basically a whole lot of word salad from them. And now we're finally getting news that James O'Keefe is out at Veritas. Apparently today he was cleaning out his stuff at his uh, his office there at Project Veritas headquarters. And yeah, they're bleeding followers. This was uh, 1.4 million earlier. I think they're down over 100,000 already. And they're just bleeding followers on their Twitter account, Project Veritas is. And uh, they put out this statement not too long ago, just a couple hours ago. As I was prepping this live stream, I saw the statement they posted on Twitter. And uh, this is from the board of directors here where they're kind of they're throwing James O'Keefe under the bus here shifting the blame back on him they're saying that uh today James O'Keefe decided to remove his belongings from Project Veritas headquarters but uh the board meeting we had scheduled tomorrow James O'Keefe was invited to we've been trying to talk to James O'Keefe for weeks there was also a board meeting last week where James was invited but he didn't attend and uh they wanted to discuss what they're calling financial malfeasance. So that's what they detail a little later on in this statement here. Board of Directors writes, Here are a few examples of what has been uncovered so far by Project Veritas leadership. And this is far from an exhaustive list. It is merely a small representative sample of all the money that James O'Keefe was spending. So they're claiming, they're claiming James O'Keefe spent uh, $14,000 on a charter flight to meet somebody to fix his boat under the guise of meeting with a donor, $60,000 in losses by putting together dance events such as Project Veritas Experience, uh, over $150,000 in black cars in the last 18 months, thousands of dollars spent on... DJ and other equipment for personal use, hundreds of other acts of personal inurement. The board wants to work things out with James and has tried every route possible, but James left us no choice but to suspend him. So, back and forth. Back and forth shit-slinging we're at now. Man, this is more drama. More drama in, like, mainstream conservative world, huh? A couple of weeks ago, it was, uh, Steven Crowder versus the daily wire and then i'm not i've been told a lot about this eliza blue drama but i don't know too much about it maybe one of you guys can fill me in um i heard some stuff was going on with blaze tv but i don't know too much about that either now we got this from project veritas it's just i don't know i don't know a lot of drama but uh hey the truth has to get known with all this drama, but sometimes it's difficult to get to the truth, right? Because it sometimes boils down to he he said, she said stuff, and then it's difficult to get the uh, direct story, especially from unbiased participants in it. So we'll kind of just give this some time, let things play out, let the evidence surface, because I'm seeing a lot of claims here, but... Of course, claims and uh, good evidence or good evidence of said claims is a whole other issue. So there you go.
And then one more thing on this story. We got uh, James O'Keefe's emotional resignation speech from Project Veritas leaked to Gateway Pundit. Apparently one of the Project Veritas donors that is unhappy with the Veritas board got a hold of this resignation video. Uh, Must have just filmed this this weekend because this is at the Project Veritas headquarters. And maybe this was when James O'Keefe was cleaning out his stuff. Maybe this was even today, but uh, most definitely within the past couple of days, James O'Keefe took some time to, I guess, record this 45-minute resignation video. I'm going to play just a couple of minutes of it here. Obviously not the whole 45 minutes of it, but uh, I have not yet watched this. Let's listen to it together. All right. Thank you all for being here on a President's Day, but... I think it's fitting that it is today then you know we're here on president's day <laughs> um so um, I, I wrote these so i could get the words right you know but it's obviously from the heart and and i wanted to do this in person with you all not over a zoom or teams and you know he's gonna film it and and this is these are intended just for the family here at project veritas you know this is just for us i, I recognize that when you send something out to 60 people but I'm, I'm not going to do that today. I'm, so, you know, so I just wanted to tell you the truth. So, so I'm going to read this and I'm going to try my best to, you know, speak from the heart, but I did write these words and I want to tell you what's going on. So here we go. Uh, it's going to take me about 15 minutes to do this. Uh, journalism is reporting things powerful people want kept hidden for the wrong reasons, moral wrongs, bad behaviors, as journalists were the custodians of the public's conscience. And as we've gone deeper and deeper exposing and illuminating corruption the lies hidden from public view, the line that separates good and evil becomes more clear. Not just in the institutions we investigate, but within one another. Throughout my 13 years doing this, our mission has evolved from simply being about exposing the truth with some hidden cameras to something more transcendental, giving people hope, right? That's what we do. And I'm going to stand here because I just feel like I'm filming a video for the audience. <laughs> All right, this is going to take a long time. I'm not going to play the whole thing. If you want to go watch it, you can go to Gateway Pundit, where this whole video, 45-minute uh, video is posted, and watch it for yourself, see what else he says. But um, he makes a good point, right? In his opening statement there is that, you know, we investigate fraud and corruption wherever it may be and sometimes that fraud and corruption is amongst our own community or amongst the groups we work with or you know people we think are on team patriot because they talk a good game and they, and and superficially they seem like they're working for the light but you know behind that facade behind the mask that they put on for the public or for you it might not be the case so you know, you don't have to pick sides here. Well, the side that you should be picking is that of the truth. And like I said earlier, sometimes with the shit slinging that goes on, the he said, she said stuff, it's tough to get to the truth. So you don't, good idea not to pick sides and you just kind of let time, let things surface over time. Um, but yeah, I mean, good point. Sometimes we have to investigate ourselves. And that's part of what I try to do with the whole clickbait expose channels and videos that I do and stuff that, you know, some people get triggered at, some people get upset at, but they don't realize that they need to stop following their false idols and putting these people on a pedestal and 
getting addicted to the hopium out there. And, you know, sometimes that corruption is amongst the so-called conservative movement or truth seeker disclosure movement or whatever. And uh, the, the unfortunate thing is it's very easy to virtue signal in the truther slash patriot slash disclosure movement. Very easy to virtue signal. You just make a post or make some video, yeah, exposing the deep state and talking about whatever viral news is going around or viral rhetoric that seems like it's exposing the deep state. And it's really easy to get a few thousand clicks, likes, shares on your video. So you got to kind of look past people's words um, or follow them for a good long time to get a real sense of who they are and what they stand for and see if their actions match the words because man people can talk a good game in videos and they can do it for a while they can do it for a while so it's a good idea to again not put people on pedestals not get not get duped by the virtue signaling or caught up with the uh facade of somebody and uh (laughs) yeah i see you guys naming some clickbait frauds in the chat right now we'll we'll maybe if we do some q a at the end of the video you can bring it up and we'll talk about it but again i will be doing a uh, clickbait of the week stream tomorrow at uh seven eastern so normal stream time normal stream time tomorrow and we can talk about all that all that sort of stuff then we'll save it for tomorrow's stream but i felt it was fitting to briefly discuss here for a moment so that's that's what we got on Veritas today. That's what we got on Veritas. Now we're going to move to Biden being in Ukraine, of course. Not going to Ohio, but going to friggin' Ukraine. And on President's Day of all days, and meeting with Zelensky, giving him more money, I guess, and look like a whole, whole PR stunt, obviously. I mean, there's some reports circulating about this where... Biden and Zelensky are walking through the town square in Kiev, and for a while there's no there's no commotion. It's basically like silent, essentially, seemingly peaceful. And then as soon as they get to like the town square in Kiev, sirens start going off. You start hearing a bunch of commotion, things going on. But Biden and Zelensky and nobody in their squad made a move. No, nothing happened, or at least. It didn't seem like anything was really going on, even though sirens were going off. It's just, it seemed like a whole PR stunt to make these guys seem all big badass. Braving the storm in Ukraine. God, going to Ukraine still. When's it going to be over? This whole we stand with Ukraine bullshit. (laughs) I'm still seeing some flags uh, on people's cars and homes and signs on businesses. We stand with Ukraine. Go, go stand with Ohio. Go stand with the homeless people on our streets that could use some of this. What's it up to now? $100 billion, $200 billion? I see all kinds of different numbers thrown out there, and probably because who knows? Who knows how much freaking money has been given to Ukraine at this point? Be tough to find, truly. It's like another week, another billion or two gets sent over there. It's incredible. So Biden, not in Ohio, over in Ukraine. And the EPA administrator, also not in Ohio, uh, he was going to go over to Africa. 
He was going over to Ghana and Sierra Leone over the weekend. He was going to for a climate change trip. Oh, yeah, climate change. But he canceled his trip due to public pressure after uh, all the public shaming that was going on. <laughs> Not going to Ohio, deciding to go to Africa from a climate change, right? Brigitte, he was probably one of those diversity hires. So uh, there you go. EPA out. Well, it looks like last week he did go to Ohio. The EPA head quickly visited Ohio. I guess this was before his Africa trip, but uh, told everybody to trust the government. <laughs> EPA head says, I'm asking they trust the government. I know that's hard. I know there's a lack of trust, but we're testing for everything. Trust the government. Not the words you want to say, bro. Read the room. Not the words you want to say. <laughs> All right. And then this is a doozy. This is something to keep our eyes on. The Biden administration negotiated a deal to give the World Health Organization authority over U.S. pandemic policies. Yeah, this is uh, this this could be big. The Biden administration is preparing to sign up the U.S. to a legally binding accord with the WHO that would give the WHO the authority to dictate American policies during a pandemic. Great. Great. Here's a draft of it, published a couple weeks ago. Zero draft of the WHO CA plus for the consideration of the intergovernmental negotiating body at its fourth meeting. That's a 32-page mess there. Great, great. Yeah, right? So there's going to be another pandemic soon? <laughs> So that's what this makes me think too, right? They're going to try to get this shit going again with COVID 2.0, some new variant or some new disease that magically gets unleashed on the world, whatever it is. Monkeypox, Ebola, some new fungus they make they make in a lab. But uh, yeah, why would they be doing this if they're still worried about the pandemic or maybe another one coming? Eyes on that. And yeah, more infrastructure problems today. This was in Ohio. This was in Ohio, just like an hour from East Palestine, an hour away. Major explosion reported at a manufacturing plant in Ohio. As a metal factory in Bedford, where the company I. Schumann & Co. produces brass and bronze alloys. Shoot, this better not affect ammo prices, you know what I mean? Was well, already high enough? They're calling it a mass casualty event. I haven't seen any numbers on, um, you know, any death numbers or anything like that. Looks like we do have a number here for 12 burn victims. But, uh, something's up. Here's a video of it. You can kind of see in the background there. Oh, that's that's a pretty big explosion. That whole thing gets rocked. Smoke goes up. 
So, again, keep your head on a swivel. There's been all kinds of weird things going on. Um, California fire causes outages at Oakland International Airport, leaves 50,000 customers without power. This was a substation fire. Of course, it was Pacific Gas and Electricity. Always issues with PG&E. Friggin' A. So, uh, transformer on fire. Substation issues. There you go. Um, you know, and this is, uh, this is in addition to all the substations that have been shot at and attacked over the past couple of months. We had the incidences in the Carolinas and then in Washington State where some substations were getting shot at by small arms fire. And then I think there was another substation issue. Yeah, who knows? Who knows if there's something deeper and more to these stories? Um, covert warfare going on, maybe. Food processing plant fires, substations on fire, getting shot at, train derailments. We had, what was the other train derailment we had? That's right, we had this one in Michigan on Friday. Another train carrying hazardous materials derailed in Michigan. Uh, well, this was Thursday, 30 miles southwest of Detroit. Um... I guess only one of the train cars was carrying hazardous materials, but luckily it didn't leak and there was no damage or anything. But train derailments, food processing plants on fire. Good God. No shit, right? How many times is a, a coincidence? And this is, this is in East Palestine, so, right? EPA government says, hey, no big deal. We're testing everything. It's fine. You can stay in your homes. Yeah, people are getting freaking burns in East Palestine, developing rashes, sore throats, nausea, headaches after returning to their homes this week. Pretty, uh, pretty crazy stuff. So let's get to our next stories. Actually, still on the uh, East Palestine thing. Uh, someone in the chat dropped a link. Jordan, is this real or fake? Uh, what is this? Looks like having something having to do with UFOs. Okay, I'll bring it up in a moment. I'm going to be talking the uh, UFO stories in a minute, so we'll touch on that soon. I want to finish up talking about Ohio, though. So this was Thursday, uh, before the weekend, Thursday, Friday. Norfolk Southern skips East Palestine Town Hall. East Palestine... Ohio held a town hall to talk about this in their community, and the train company that owns the train that derailed did not attend. And the Norfolk Southern representatives said that they didn't attend the meeting because they claimed there were uh, physical threats. The company, Norfolk Southern, released a statement announcing it would not attend due to a perceived physical threat stemming from the increase, increasing likelihood of the participation of outside parties, whatever that word salad psychobabble means. So, company felt threatened, so they didn't want to go. Police in East Palestine said that there were no threats. There were no threats at all. 
Cops there in East Palestine ain't having none of Norfolk Southern's shit. Said, no, no threats. Y'all just backed out. (laughs) Y'all just didn't come. So thanks, Norfolk Southern. Great. Great company. A plus. From the Better Business Bureau, I'm sure. Uh, And then, yeah, all the videos coming out of... uh, There's the water in East Palestine, Ohio. Sure looks safe. I saw a hilarious but not hilarious Babylon B headline as they usually are, right? It's like it's so good but it's so bad at the same time. The Babylon B headline said Corporation celebrates LGBTQ pride by turning water in town rainbow colored. <laughs> Like, obviously, they can't write Norfolk Southern or, or any specifics because of lawsuits and whatnot, but uh, you could tell what they were referring to. <laughs> oh, man. Norfolk Southern and their LGBTQ pride. There you go. Turning Ohio water rainbow. So, uh, and then last last article I have on Ohio is this shit piece from the New York Times. Dude, this even has a bunch of liberals out there furious. It's not even a left or right issue at this point. It's just purely evil versus evil and ignorance and fear versus just doing the right thing. And this New York Times headline states, Chernobyl 2.0, Ohio train derailment spurs wild speculation. For many influencers across the political spectrum, Claims about the environmental effects of the train derailment have gone far beyond known facts. And uh, this clown is trying to say that right-wing commentators have been particularly critical using the crisis to sow distrust about government agencies and suggest that the damage could be irreparable. And he's citing the EPA as being totally truthful. Oh, yes, the EPA said air quality has returned to safe levels. Clearly, right? That's why people are getting rashes and shit. Uh, So, yeah, dude. New York Times, good God. It's just... Not a time to go there. Not a time for your political nonsense like this. And then you gotta love how on the New York Times articles now, you can read them in Chinese. They have buttons. I just noticed this. I... I don't know how long this has been a thing, but uh, I was checking out this article, and you can read it in Chinese now. Making their CCP donors happy, I guess, the New York Times. (laughs) They kind of read what they donate to, the CCP, so hey, there you go. New York Times, happy to put it in Mandarin. Uh, Anyway, yeah. On social media like Twitter and Telegram, Commenters have called the situation the largest environmental disaster in history. They warned without evidence that vital water reservoirs serving states downriver could be badly contaminated. Without evidence. Without evidence. Without evidence. All right. Okay, moving on to Kevin McCarthy doing some cool stuff today so kevin mccarthy gives tucker carlson access 
to troves of January 6th riot tape. Gave him 41,000 hours of Capitol surveillance footage from the January 6th riot. 41,000 hours. That's going to take a long time to comb through. I hope Tucker's got a team for that. So this is probably making uh, Nancy Pelosi nervous. January 6th committee. Why didn't we get this footage earlier? So, yeah, we'll see what comes of this in the coming days. Um, eyes on, well, eyes on Tucker, I suppose. Whatever news stories might come from this January 6th footage. Uh, we got another balloon in the skies. Another balloon, this one near Hawaii. Uh, today, a large white balloon has been spotted, or I guess this was last evening. Large white balloon has been spotted by an airliner uh, 500 nautical miles northeast of Honolulu. Another white balloon in the sky. Okay. And we had some military craft in the sky around there as well, around the time the white balloon was seen. Uh, and all right, back onto our stories here of some of the other shootdowns that happened. This one is in regards to the Alaska event, but um, I don't know if I'm buying this quite honestly. So the media is trying to pass off that object that got shot down over Alaska as being a small globe-trotting balloon from an Illinois-based hobbyist club. And some media reports are saying, oh, yeah, this F-22 used a $400,000 missile to shoot down a $12 balloon. But I don't know if I'm buying this because this hobbyist balloon from this group, it it's only like 5 feet, 5 to 10 feet wide. It's pretty small. You know, 50 bucks ain't going to buy you a giant balloon that gets seen on radar that gets F-22 sent up after it, right? They're calling it a Pico balloon. Pico balloons are typically about three feet in diameter, and then, and once they get up to tens of thousands of feet, they expand to like 10 feet, 10 feet in diameter. So, yeah, I don't know about that, but that's the, the theory that they're putting out there, out there for. But here's another theory. If you saw the video I did about this on uh, Friday, this is pretty. This is pretty big. Granted, this is coming from anonymous sources, but we're also looking at tweets from former One America News and ex Newsmax correspondent Emerald Robinson. So take that for what it's worth. It's Emerald Robinson. It's anonymous sources. But, honestly, it seems fairly plausible, not going to lie. And in fact, in my last live stream I did on Wednesday last week, and in a couple of other videos, and I think posts I made on Telegram and True Social, I, I put this theory out before these tweets even, before Emerald Robinson even made these tweets. One of my theories was it could have been a drone that was using exotic propulsion systems y'all remember me saying that i said that 
So Emerald Robinson's tweet here says, breaking top defense expert tells me that UFO shot down over Alaska by American F-22 was a Chinese, quote, exotic vehicle that is hypersonic and might even have, quote, anti-gravity technology. Second Chinese, quote, exotic vehicle drone was shot down over Lake Huron. Pentagon very tight-lipped about retrieval of this vehicle. Source tells me CCP might be testing American military response to sudden incursions into our airspace. Those two drones were not balloons. Um, I could see that being the case, honestly. I could. And this whole hobbyist balloon story might be put out and... and promoted by the media as as like a cover as a convenient cover whereas this might be more in line with the truth which is why this whoever this top defense expert is could be i don't want to say leaking but speaking to whatever media sources he can find to tell his story tell his side of things curious Quite curious there. Let's go back to the chat. We got some comments coming in. Uh, don't you have to have a target lock for a missile to even make contact? Why not use the gun on board to shoot it down? Well, if, if it's uh, heat seeking, then you would just need a source of uh, source of heat for that to happen. Um, or radar lock, you know, some of those missiles use radar lock, but I'm no expert in those matters. <laughs> if it was Chinese, it would have broken flight and crashed. <laughs> All right, so uh, here is, here's the tweet that I was sent let me bring it up here. This is the tweet that uh, you guys just sent me. Biden caught on a damning hot mic in Poland after commenting on the three UFOs shot down. Biden, you think any of these guys bought that bullshit? Aid, totally. Biden, they'll buy anything. Let's get out of here. Ooh. These three objects were most likely balloons tied to private companies studying weather or conducting other scientific research. President. You think they're that bullshit? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, this guy's a Let's get ahead of here. These three oh. objects were most likely. Is that real? And what was this after his statement last week? It looks like this was his statement last week. I haven't heard this hot mic yet. If that's true, um, I think this guy tweeting this has it wrong. Biden caught on a damning hot mic in Poland. I, I don't think this is in Poland. This looks this looks like he's making this statement from the White House. This looks like his statement from last week. Scientific so. research. President, why have you chosen Poland? Do you think you're President Xi, Mr. President? Think that Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm just coming across this now. You guys in the chat just sent me this so i'll dig a little bit deeper into it like i said i don't think this is a uh, in poland i think this is from his statement last week 
is the hot mic real? It's tough these days with all the freaking deep fake videos and, and the way that they can uh, use AI to fake somebody's voice. But yeah, I'll, I'll keep looking into this. Although the way Biden says this. These three objects were most likely balloons tied to private companies studying weather or conducting other scientific research. Yeah, that sounds like bullshit. That does. That's the, that's the cover job right there. So I'll, I'll keep looking into this for you and I'll let you know. All right. A couple last things here. This one's of Bernie. Good old Bernie Sanders going on a book tour, selling tickets for 100 bucks a pop. Mr. Uh, Mr. Anti-Capitalist, anti-competitive behavior, being quite competitive himself. I guess he was asked some tough questions about this. <laughs> Good old bank fraud Bernie. But I have to ask you, you're going on tour to promote this book, It's Okay to Be Angry About Capitalism. And you're here talking about it. I understand we're not the bad guys you're, you're describing in the book when it comes to the media. But tickets for your tour, apparently, are selling for $95 on Ticketmaster, which is con accused of anti-competitive behavior. You know that. Some of your Democrats are criticizing them. Aren't you benefiting yourself no, from this system first that you're all, trying to dismantle? First of all, those decisions are made totally by the publisher and the bookseller. I think there's one case where in one place here in Washington, po uh, politics and pros and independent books are charging some tickets. Most of them, I think, are $40, $50, and you get a book as well. So if you want to come, you're going to have to pay 40 bucks. I'll throw in the book for free. And we do <laughs> Put your mask on, Bernie. Why, why, why isn't your mask on? Oh, God. Bernie Sanders is the worst, man. He's got so many millennials duped. God, there were so many millennials, people in my generation, who just were so sold on Bernie Sanders and all his bullshit, especially back in 2016. And what a bunch of dumbasses. All right. Uh, next, we got Les Wexner. Epstein saga news. Les Wexner evades seven subpoena attempts in Epstein-related lawsuit. The U.S. Virgin Islands has been trying to serve him a subpoena for information in a lawsuit alleging J.P. Morgan and Chase contributed to Jeffrey Epstein's practices. They've been trying to subpoena Wexner seven times. He's avoided all of them. And now uh, their attorney general of the U.S. Virgin Islands is asking a Manhattan judge to allow them to serve Wexner via certified mail. And they want to ask him about uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars that Wexner received from an organization to which Epstein had ties. And of course, there's a hell of a lot more money going back and forth between Wexner and the Epstein group as well, no doubt. I also find it freaking hilarious that Bed Bath & Beyond, which was owned by, well, I guess Les Wexner stepped down from those companies. He's trying to run away, but Bed Bath & Beyond was owned by Wexner's companies, and now they're totally bankrupt they're screwed bed bath and beyond so wexner might be one of the next ones to get arrested in that epstein Ghislaine saga and now let's talk some george soros so first of all we got this soros melts down in a speech on climate change as the at the munich security conference 30-second clip. I want to watch this. The melting of the in Greenland ice sheet affects 
I was expecting meltdown to mean him getting super pissed. That's like a Biden meltdown. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, um, uh, uh. Okay. <laughs> oh, he's on his way out, man. George Soros, what is he like? Ninety-five. He's he's he. This is gonna be his last year. I doubt he'll make it past 2023. I hope he doesn't make it past 2023. Ooh, did I say that? <laughs> Chat says, the time Jordan said he looked like a ball sack killed me. <laughs> he does. He does. Bro, he's just like a shriveled old turd at this point, man. Aren't they all, though? Aren't they all? Especially our supposed president and one last thing on soros right so this went viral over the weekend uh ron DeSantis supposedly endorsed by george soros and let's see do we have the video of it yeah so if you listen to this soros it didn't i didn't take it as an endorsement but i did take it as like an indirect statement that, that Soros would rather have DeSantis win the nomination over Trump, but he didn't he didn't exactly endorse DeSantis. My hope for 2024 is that Trump and Governor DeSantis of Florida will slug it out for the Republican nomination. Trump has turned into a pitiful figure, continually bemoaning his loss in 2020. Big Republican donors are abandoning him in droves. DeSantis is shrewd, ruthless, and ambitious. He is likely to be Republican candidate. So he says Trump's, if you can understand his satanic accent there, he said Trump's pitiful, won't stop crying about his 2020 loss. Uh, Trump's losing people in droves. And then he calls DeSantis ruthless and ambitious. And he thinks DeSantis is going to be the nominee. Um, sounds like he's more so throwing Trump under the bus than endorsing DeSantis, but clearly it looks like Soros would rather have DeSantis in there because who knows, DeSantis is kind of looking like a globalist controlled opposition rhino these days, DeSanctimonious. Um, so yeah, maybe Soros is uh, showing it to us right there, what real team DeSantis plays on. Um, that's all I got, guys. That's the last of it. I hope DeSantis and Trump duke it out for the Republican nomination, quite honestly. I, I hope DeSantis runs. 
and then him and Trump duke it out, that would be that'd be fun. And I don't think DeSantis would win. But it'd be entertaining, that's for sure. That's for sure. Okay, we'll do some Q&A for a few. I'll bring in some tunes. Con Inc. Uniparty DeSantis smokescreens are weird. Yeah, they kind of are, aren't they? Do I think Tulsi is deep state? Tulsi Gabbard? I don't. I know a lot of people do, but I don't think Tulsi Gabbard is a, a deep state or any kind of globalist shill or whatnot. I think she legitimately had change of heart, saw the light. Thanks for that rumble rant. Lynn, his AI was malfunctioning. Yeah, shit. There was a comment up here that I wanted to uh, check out. Oh, this one. You can't shoot down UFOs unless they want them shot down or for you to think they shot some down. Fake news? Well, that's... that's the term UFO is incredibly vague, right? So, first we have to analyze, okay, who's in control of that craft? Who's piloting it? Right? If it's some shitty Chinese drone, then maybe it could get shot down, right? even if it's using quote-unquote exotic propulsion systems because right right I mean if it's a UFO piloted by some other civilization not of this earth then that point may have some relevance to it but even then I wouldn't classify them as omniscient beings I don't know, that's a, that's a whole conversation. Do I think Pfizer threatened the Project Veritas board? Um, I mean, the video's still up. All those Pfizer-directed evolution videos. So I would think if they did, Project Veritas would take those down. But maybe not. Project Veritas sure wants us to believe that there's nothing else going on here, and they haven't been pressured to do this. Oh, comment says, I think Trump should buy out Project Veritas. Yeah, right? Comment says, when will the Epstein files be disclosed? Well, we're getting more documents soon. Uh, I mean, a lot of the information from the quote-unquote Epstein files, whatever you mean by that a lot of information's already come out but we're getting more documents here within a couple of weeks i suppose i think that's the time frame uh, what are my thoughts on the coming cold front and how it will affect the ohio river area great timing to flush the area would it flush the area though 
I mean, if all that stuff freezes, then it would like lock all that toxic water in place. The UFOs are trying to deliver Nazara and keep getting bamboozled. James O'Keefe did say that all this happened soon after their major story about Pfizer. Yeah, timing is interesting, that's for sure, though. James O'Keefe's probably biggest story he's ever put out, and then all this drama happens right after. Chat says, you want to hear more on the anti-gravity? Seriously, though, uh, tune in to Knowledge Based with Justin and I on Badlands Media over the next few weeks because we're going to start diving into uh, free energy, anti-gravity, that sort of stuff. So we're probably going to do like a month's worth, worth of episodes on that. Who knows how many episodes we're going to do on that subject. But yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, did I hear about the embassies being evacuated in Turkey prior to the earthquake? You got some sauce for that? I'm always open. My thoughts on Captain Kyle as he's becoming big in Australia? That dude's a clown. He's one of those Nazara pushing fraudcasters. I think I mentioned him in my last clickbait of the week video because I heard some wacky crap he was claiming. Chat says it used to be that left ideas didn't get the advertisers on TV and newspapers slightly favoring the right, but now the corporations promote socialism since they already bought the politicians. I don't know. I think it would depend on the newspaper, though. Some of these newspapers have always been left-leaning. But it's a, it's that's a testament to the point of how a lot of the left and right doctrine, left and white right rhetoric, have shifted a lot over just 15 years ago, 20 years ago. You think back during the Bush years, conservatives were quite pro-war, all the neocons and whatnot. And these days, conservatives are quite anti-war. And the lefties out there are the ones saying, oh yeah, we gotta get involved. Send tanks. A lot of that shifted. 
lefties used to be general I mean generally more anti-vax vaccine questioners now these days they're double boosted and it's the conservatives that are one the ones questioning vaccines so it's crazy how things shift Lynn five dollar rumble rant thank you do we have tech that can detect incoming hypersonic missiles or that can shoot them down that I'm aware of? Uh, I, oh yeah, I mean, I wouldn't doubt that there's tech that can detect them. Uh, is there tech that can shoot them down? That I'm aware of? No, but I would venture to guess in some classified project, there's probably something like directed energy weapon that could take it out. Yeah, what up, Hal on DLive? Balloons have been UFO excuses since Roswell. <laughs> Not much has changed, huh? Any truth to looking glass? I mean, I'm sure there is, but I'm hesitant to believe a lot of the crap we hear on social media about it. There's that one guy who's often promoted because he, he has a couple viral videos out there. He calls, his, he calls himself Bill Wood, and he claims to be a former Navy SEAL. And Kerry uh, Cassidy at Project Camelot did a couple interviews with him like 10 years ago. Um, and they still go viral on like Telegram and stuff these days. But Bill Wood, total fraud. Total fraud. And he's actually wanted by U.S. Marshals right now for not registering as a sex offender. <laughs> He was never in the Navy SEALs. Total fraud. So that then begs the question, a lot of the shit he was claiming about Project Looking Glass is probably fake. So you just, yeah, Bill Wood. Um, I think his real name is Bill Brockbrader. William Brockbrader. But yeah, you just have to be careful about what you believe from this conspiracy social media world. I'm hesitant to believe a lot of the stuff about Project Bluebeam too, because once you dig into Project Bluebeam's origins, it's quite dubious. Project Bluebeam, the claim of it originated from the 1990s from a Canadian author, Serge Manast. And um, I was reading some excerpts from his books and he doesn't, he barely gives any, if any, evidence to these things that he's claiming. And he's throwing some wild ass assumptions out there. But then again, conspiracy world, clickbait social media, they take these claims and run with it like Project Bluebeam's a real government project when it might have never been.
And then the statements that are attributed to Werner von Braun, like Werner von Braun said on his deathbed that the last card would be the alien card, the Cabal player or whatever. Again, we don't even have proof that that's real. We're just going on hearsay. We don't have any proof that Werner, Werner von Braun actually said those things. It would be fun if Trump picked DeSanctimonious as his vice president. <laughs> That'd be quite the, uh, yeah, quite the mind, mind frick right there. Yeah, I'm aware. It was uh, Carol Rosen that made those claims about Werner von Braun. But again, it's just hearsay, right? All right, guys, any last questions, comments? And we'll finish up this late night stream. I need a hookah with these tunes. Man, I loved hookah back when I was a teenager. Hookah bars were fun. Jeff, you met the owner of FM Products today. Neat. Yeah, man, send me an email or something. I'd be interested in checking it out. Yeah, late night. It's, it's like 8.30 here. Usually when I about when I get to bed though. I'm like a eight to four sleeper, maybe nine to five, nine PM to five AM. So for me it's late night, you know? Chat says that's a conversation you have with your coworkers a lot. How much of what we see in here is fake? Yup. A lot of it. And it's tough. It's tough trying to find those bits of truth within the sensationalism out there. And then trying to, number one, identify those grains of truth. And then verify that those grains of truth are real. And then trying to separate them from the over-exaggerated, sensationalized BS. It's tough. I mean, you got to do that with mainstream media, but you especially have to do that with alternative, quote-unquote, truther media, too. So don't just drop your guard once you get off mainstream media brainwashing. Still a lot of brainwashing in patriot world, truth, truther, disclosure world. 
looks like the feed's kind of iffy tonight. I got my ethernet hooked up. Must be the internet. Internet probs. Might be. wonder if that uh, solar storm is hitting us. There was a huge X-class flare on the sun the other day. Um, eh. Doesn't look like much is hitting us. Yeah. Four on the KP index. It's not that high. There's a little bit of a coronal mass ejection shockwave coming through, but nothing too major. Might get some Aurora if any of you guys are in Canada or Norway. Alaska. that x-class fair looked like most of it was directed away from earth so it wasn't a earth facing blow we might get a little bit looks like there was a almost x-class flare yesterday anyway that's your space weather of the day All right, guys. We're going to call it good for the night. Appreciate you all for uh, tuning in. You guys in your Rumble rants, the D-Live gold pills that some of y'all sent. Appreciate you guys. And, yeah, I'll be here tomorrow. Normal stream time, 7 Eastern for the clickbait stream. Back on Wednesday for news chat. Knowledge based on Thursday. And then back here on Friday. And yes, Tofu Dragon, I do have the Disaster Prediction app. It is pretty sweet. Been checking it out. I just downloaded it uh, a couple weeks ago. Subscribe to it. It's pretty, it's pretty gangsta. All right, guys. I'm heading out. Appreciate you. Have a good week. Do no harm. Take no shit. Chew bubblegum and kick ass, but... Man, we're all out of bubblegum, aren't we? Alright, guys. Take care.